Well, hello, and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 88. I hope I got that number right. I was guessing, but I think I got it right. Yep, I see Curtis going. Okay, I got it. Yeah, perfect. This is the Independent Musician's Guide to Production and Promotion. And this week, we're talking about some awesome free plug-in deals for Black Friday. Then we've got some not-so-awesome updates to the recent royalty news from Spotify. And finally, we'll discuss some Bandcamp alternatives on the rise. My name is Sun Warper, and with me today are Eon Lake and Curtis. We are going straight in. Are you, are you now? You decide to walk. Uh, yes, we are going to go straight in. Which... He's perfect with timing. <laughs> he knows his he timing. Is, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's mental. Um, anyway. We are going to go straight in. Uh, it's, it's the season of Black Friday, the season of consumerism. And what better way is that scratched, or is that itch scratched, I should say, than with uh, the plug-in deals that you can get. Um, so we are going to go through some of them today. Uh, lovingly found by some of you brought this to the table, didn't you? Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I mean, you know me. I, I love free stuff. And even though I stick a lot with <laughs> hardware, that's why I like free plugins because I spend a lot mm. on hardware. So I got to have the the cost cut down somewhere i also really quickly before we get into the news want to say a big hello to all of our patrons and friends in the chat we've got a lot i'll run through everybody after we get through um a little bit about the deals but uh let us know what you've been up to have you found any plug-in deals maybe different ones than what i found or maybe the same whatever uh let us know what you're looking at for it, it feels weird to say black friday when it's like a month beforehand mm -hmm. you know so i mean is it like cyber month or something you know do they have some stupid silly name that that goes for the whole month but i mean i'm appreciative that it's extended and longer but it's just it just seems weird it's like black friday is a couple of weeks from now like i don't know anyways mm, uh, uh, before uh, one more thing one little caveat we have to guess how many of these will uh eon lake actually download my quest my i reckon three or four i reckon four because i think mm -hmm. he's already got a few of them i'm gonna but, say zero percent beyond the ones he owns because he's not for free stuff he's above that he's got to pay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah show me the expensive stuff <laughs> he's like show me the finest wares you have <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're gonna get straight into it and we're gonna start with uh the lovely arturia and yes. Um, uh yes uh the analog lab play uh, is currently going for free. Um, the link uh, I will put in the chat after we've done this one. Um, beautiful, really, really nice. Um, Arturia, we spoke about many times uh, on this show. Many of the people in the chat, uh, patrons, Hydrofighter being one of them, uh, massive uh, fan of our of uh, Arturia. So it's here. Do you want to hear a couple of the couple of the ideas? Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, what speaks to you? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with Brazen Juno. Lead. Juno Keys. Juno Keys. Juno Keys. Okay. My All eyes right. went right spoken. to the Juno. It was like target acquired. <laughs> there you go. Can you hear that? Oh yeah. Oh, I can't. So you enjoy, you guys enjoy that. Do you know enough for you, Samuel? That's good. I'm sold. I already yeah, downloaded it. I downloaded all of these beforehand. <laughs> I was hoping I'd have time to demo some of them, but I did yeah, not. Yeah. So we're we're here with we, that. Uh, one more, one more. We know how much J Bell is a fan of mallets, uh, so I'm just going to play the mallets one as well because you can't never get enough of mallets. You have to tell me what it's like because I can't hear it. So it sounds like loan. The artist alone, I can uh, hear that a little bit. I get that. I get that. Um, so yeah, 
uh, Arteria. It's free. Uh, if you want to check it out, well, it is free, so there's nothing stopping you downloading it. Um, it's Arteria. What more do you want? Um, yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is free, like in perpetuity. It's kind of like a get into the like a tr demo. It's not a demo. It's like you can play it for as long as you want, but I believe it stays free. I believe. Um, it's just like their version of Contact Player. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty mm -hmm. much. And uh, just, mm -hmm. I know Curtis said he's going to put the link in the chat, but for those listening either on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts, first of all, if you are digging the video, give a rating. It helps a ton. But I will put all of the information for all of these in the show notes. Very nice. Um, I'll be, uh, I'm playing with it uh, as part of the backbone of my live stream after this show this evening. Going to make some weird ass music using just the plugins from, or just the samples from that. So. We'll see how it goes. But I mean, it's Arturi, always high quality and never left wanting with them. So it's always nice. Yeah. Shall we get yeah. on to the next one? Yes. Uh, after that, uh, another return from the wonderful sample science. Um, we've done a couple on the show. We've done a couple. I was going to say, this is your fault that I found it. Because <laughs> you sold me on like the sitar or something. And then now I get their emails and I was like, ooh, virtual hand pan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh always beautiful i mean look at that i don't can I, does that go yeah look mm -hmm. at that that is what we're looking it. at here there you go that is lovely um i a similar to eon lake i believe uh that you can never have too many hand pans out okay. um yeah the ableton i don't i've got the the ableton stock one or the ableton ones are in there i've got a couple i just downloaded back in the day and just yeah this is the next one so thank you for bringing this to the, to the table some yeah because, let's get a little I mean, let's get a little no, trial of it Let's go to this one here. Sounds, yeah. Lush. It is lush. Let me read a little bit about uh, what they've got too. So, um, they say a handpan is a unique and melodic percussion instrument that consists of two convex steel hemispheres joined together to create a resonant UFO-like shape. Virtual handpan is a virtual in instrument that recreates the sound of the handpan by using physical modeling and sound design. The idea is to expand the playable range of a standard handpan to as many notes as possible. And just really quick about the Arturia analog play, because I didn't get to read it. Free software instrument with a library of 100 essential, hard-hitting, mix-ready, synths, keys, basses, pads, and more that, this is their words, but it's true, that'll make you fall in love with music all over again for free. I like the little for free. <laughs> for free. Uh, the here's the question, right? Here's the question. When it comes to just uh, very quickly, when it comes to things like this, it's obviously it's a sample and obviously it's multi-sample and that, but a hit is a hit is a hit. Do you ever find yourself always needing more because once you've got one handpan sound, you've got you've got that one in in infinite. You know what I mean? <laughs> just going right. like a more. <laughs> must have more <laughs> no I was, hoping, I was hoping that sentence was gonna make sense and then it stopped <laughs> it was none the wiser gotta have I more hand bands non-stop i suppose what i'm saying in a very roundabout way yes that was a very convoluted sentence apologies um i i know what you meant you just want more and more and more yeah. <laughs> well, give it to you've me you've got you've got he, virtual right. gas Yes, virtual virtual pass, I guess. Yeah. Handpan acquisition syndrome. <laughs> it's, it's only handpans. It's only yeah, handpans. It's nothing it. else. It's the more handpans, the better, right? <laughs> you just can't get enough. 
Exactly, exactly. So yeah, uh, that's the handpan. Uh, then we move across to mixing and mastering, um, which is uh, some Warpers ball game, but this does look pretty lush. Uh, let me just pop this up here so we can see. Um, if you have access to native, well, if you have access to native access, um, it's free, uh, native though. instruments, it is completely free. You have to, yeah, you have, you to have, have to have native up. access. You have to yeah, sign up, obviously. Um, but this uh, Ozone 11 EQ, uh, mastering plugin for EQ. Um, standalone EQ plugin for Isotope. Uh, creatively control the impact of your mixes with new transient and sustain mode. Intuitively dial in curves and hear exactly how you're affecting audio with the new Delta button. I'm not quite sure what that means, uh, but it looks colorful. So well, quite cool is it's got mid and side EQ, mm. which yes. I know will pique Eon Lake's interest. Yeah. Even though it's free, I know, I know. Okay, question. <laughs> but uh, but I know for Curtis, he he tuned out the second he didn't see hand pans. But you know, for everybody else <laughs> in the world, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, and you don't have to use it as a master EQ. You could use it as a normal EQ. But I checked it out. Like I said, I downloaded all of these. It's cool. I I I'm not super familiar with mid and side EQ and stuff, but this is perfect to get into it because I really want to start learning more about that and diving into it. And I'm sure eon like can expand into it but i'm curious chat i'm gonna read through everybody's uh intros real quick because i just want to say hi to everybody and I'm happy everyone's here but i'm curious have any of you grabbed any of these do you have any of these already i have a feeling that last one most may have but if you don't you'll definitely want to get it the one we'll talk about last but uh we've got survey channel we here we are yes here we are i almost said we are here which is almost the same but it's not quite what he said uh <laughs> but he's here we got jay bell What's going on, J-Bell? We've got Lars waving a pink hand, but of course the emoji didn't come up, unfortunately. But uh, Lars is sick. That's quite the bummer, man. That's Sorry to hear that. I'm happy you're here. Hopefully you can forget about all the sickness for a minute and just hang out and talk plugins and all that stuff. Um, and then we've also got David. David is in the chat. Hey, everyone. Welcome, David. He said he's trying not to get sick. So yeah, that's that's the goal, right? As winter comes, not to get sick. Yeah. That's where you want to be. It's easy. Yeah, let just us know. Stay inside the synthesizers. That's all you do. You just don't go outside. But the dust could still get you sick. Not if you have a paintbrush. Actually, that could make it worse because now you're blowing it into the air. You're distributing said dust. <laughs> <laughs> the paint bros. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely stole that from Eon Lake. Eon Lake is the OG with that one. Because um, everything that Eon Lake does, I just end up doing. Um, Wait, can you guys show them again? Yeah. I appreciate the fact that his is larger and he had it first, right? It's like the, the OG, <laughs> the master brush, like the I've master got, sword. <laughs> <as well>. Detailed <laughs> work. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe the smaller one gets in the nitty gritty. I don't know. You know, who knows? It's really pleasing that you give it a wipe and your kit suddenly looks much better. It does. And you're a better musician for it as well. The cleaner your gear, the better musician you are. That's the rules. <laughs> I, I think the dustier it is, the better it's it's more vintage. It brings out the dust, bro. You don't need some, you don't need a plug-in to get back to what we're talking about. In the music. But I, <laughs> as survey channel said it's not about the content it's all about the commodification of the content and therefore are you commodifying paintbrushes 
Sure, that's what we'll call it. Um, I mean, if we're we're getting into so, we're getting into it later, but I think I mean, that's for a later. That's open. that's Lars is sick. Let's let's ease Lars into this talk, okay? Because <laughs> yeah. he says he's here for the plugins. We'll get to the dystopic hmm. Spotify stuff later, but let's make him feel a little better before we get to the bad stuff, right? Let's continue let's with that. the the, the awesome take, free take the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to just uh, on the note before we get across to the next uh, the next one. Uh, yeah, again, asking you guys and the chat actually, if you have an EQ, is an EQ an EQ, or is Isotope because Isotope is a fairly decent company? Is e, is the EQ from Isotope is it better than the stock one in Ableton, for example, or better than anything else we see? Is it about the ear? Is it about the process of it? I think it's whatever works for you and then what it offers, right? Like this one can do mid and side. Some EQs can't. And then you get the visual spectrum. You can see all that. I mean, I have, there's a console EQ and a tube EQ from Logic that has no visual spectrum or anything like that, but it does add some color and it has a drive knob and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say they're all equal. It depends on what they're modeling. It depends on what they're trying to be. I'm not saying you need to go out and buy a gazillion EQs, but they can have slight things, but if you're just trying to do a standard EQ, an EQ is an EQ. Yeah. So, so not all, not all EQs are equal. equal. Um, <laughs> since you asked, the Ableton EQ does have mid-side. It does, yeah. It yeah. does. Yeah. Well, there we go. So it's useful um, in the chain if you want to start doing mid-side processing. Yeah. Though the caveat being yes. you have to have Ableton. Yeah, I'd imagine that, that, that means that you know other doors will have a similar native. I think so. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to download it; it's free, though. So it yeah, might yeah. do something you know you don't want. Now, mm -hmm. I don't believe it has the AI type correction stuff that full ozone has. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it in the mentions and stuff. Maybe I missed it, but um, yeah, something to consider. Let's just say something to consider. Uh, next up. Next up, what do we have? We're moving across now to down the PSD, exchange, right? so to speak. Not PSD, the Sony yeah. handheld. No, sadly not. Um, and this one is the one that I haven't got. The one that I had a problem downloading earlier. You say you've got them all. I don't know. Didn't get yeah, a chance to it. have a look through it. Um, Maybe it's because it's mad. Tell us about it. I didn't get to use. I didn't get to use any of them yet, besides the final one that we'll get to. And I did open the Ozone one um, and checked it out a little bit because I was curious about the the side and mid but so the psp step delay formerly cm delay creative delay plugin designed to provide a range wide range of sounds from lush analog tape delays to crazy modulated ping pongs it's got tape saturation head cueing emulation and control uh it says versatile controls so you can make usage of this plugin in a hypnotic experience and a long lasting pleasure <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Ribbed feel playing. Like, exactly. I was um, reading that like, wait, this is going somewhere. I was not expecting it, but I mean, hey, yeah. yeah. But hey, right. we'll see. Anyways, you sure. can never go wrong with delay. I was going to say pedals, but delay plugins. And this one's got no, a lot of cool ever. stuff added to it. I mean, it's got the tape emulation and all that type of stuff. So it's worth just a free download, seeing what it can do. And if it doesn't work for you, you don't have to use it. But there it yeah. is. I'm curious, Jan. Like, do you have any PSP plugins? No, I don't. I kind of like the way that that one looks, and I don't yeah. think I would be interested in the delay. They didn't do, you know, various different types, you know, from the yeah. bucket stuff to tape delay to, you know, echoplex type, 
you know if it doesn't have those then yes, well, why do you need it really but um mm -hmm. in the same way as you want midside on an eq if you're going to buy an eq or have one separate to your door but i like the design i like what it does um i do already have echo boiler which does all of that stuff so true. i don't know but unfortunately you know that wasn't free yeah it's, it's like a, a very good deal it's the yeah. price you like yeah and what it's got long-lasting like? pleasures right right curtis prolong my pleasure then you know i'm all for it yeah prolonging mixing and uh creative pleasure i guess is, is what it's doing why so, would yeah. you not want to do that yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean uh i gen uh generously Lars gave me the dub station two about 18 months ago and it's a staple in my stuff um for a long time I love it absolutely love it you know anything with the word dub in and on down you know um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is you know you can never have a it looks like it has a lot especially like you say with the with the tape saturation and that long lasting pleasure there's not much there's no reason why you wouldn't you know yeah stick some hand pans through it <laughs> but how many different hand pans are you going to put through it? That's the question, Curtis. You're going to wrap it in Ableton. Yeah. Well, speaking of Echo Boy, though, that brings up the final free plugin that it rounds out nicely. Little Play yeah. from Sound Toys. Now, I bet our patrons were expecting me to go with Valhalla Supermassive, and that's a bonus. It's not included. Yeah. Just that's Everyone should download Supermassive. Saying, though, isn't it? That yeah, one. that goes without saying. But this little plate is an awesome, awesome reverb. Mm. Highly recommend checking it out. I think it it's normally what fifty it's or seventy nine bucks. Ninety nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So ninety nine. Mm. It's worth that, but it's totally worth getting for free. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like sound toys, you you do pay a you do pay a, pay a hefty margin for them, but they are they are stunning. And they are great for what they do. And a little plate combined with a Valhalla massive, super massive, sorry. Put those two together. You've got a free chain of just absolute awesomeness. I was going to say, put those together and you just open the singularity and end the world. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh. just infinite decay. <laughs> infinite decay. Yeah. Beautiful. Real quick, I do want to read what they write about Sound Toys yeah. Little Plate. Inspired by the original EMT 140 plate reverb, we captured the gorgeous sound and vibe of the studio classic and turned it into a fun and musically inspiring plugin. And they say, and we couldn't resist pushing the limits of reality. Speaking of the singularity, right? So we added a couple of fun twists that let you take Little Plate to spaces the original hardware only dreamed of. Yeah, it's got, what is it, infinite uh, decay? Or you can get really long. Yeah, really long. And then there's a low cut, which is quite convenient for reverb yeah. when you want to cut out that low end. And there's that mod bu button too, which can, the function mm. I was going to say, which can do some really cool stuff. Yeah, it sounds yeah. great. It really does. I use it a lot, a hell of a lot on some very high settings. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not using it on high settings, not. what's its point, right? <laughs> yeah. I hover quite near that infinite setting more than yeah. I should. No, but, no um, not it's enough. Also, not it's enough. also a good way of um and of chipping your way into the sound toys suite by getting uh you know the more plugins you have and they do offer them uh, either heavily discounted or free sometimes. The more discount you get off the whole lot, so you know mm. getting them at a cut rate or free, and you end up getting the whole lot much cheaper. Yeah, Oops. definitely. 
Now, before we move on, chat, let us know if you have any suggestions. Lars is bringing a suggestion, but he's kind of firing shots at us, saying we were remiss in missing this. But, you know, we all like different things, Lars. He says, you forgot about the new complete start. Lots of instruments and effects, free. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it, so I didn't get to include it. But, uh, yeah, it that sounds Put cool. That yeah, we'll, we'll add it. We'll add it. Maybe if you find it, uh, Curtis, bring it up real quick. But, it's here, uh, it's here. It's ready to go. Oh, okay, hold on. Lars says the audio not accrued does not do subtle reverb. No, we don't. What's no. this word subtle? You, I've never heard that subtle, in my yeah, lexicon once. It's really subtle, very fine-tuned, filtered, nice and thin reverb so that I can slap it on top of a massive cavern. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a place for subtle reverb. reverb, and it's behind or in front of yeah. a massive so a little reverb. bit of sheen to your main reverb. <laughs> David's exactly. got our back though with Lars. He says, back to bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fairly feverish. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you guys forgot this. No, I'm just I'm just messing with you, Lars. We love the recommendations. I just I thought it was funny the, the way you phrased it. it made me crack like up. It. But here's complete start. Here we yep. go. You want to scroll down uh, a little bit? We've got dive into I don't free know. music production. Ooh. Yeah, so we're in the yeah, blind I... here. This wasn't on our radar. So um Lars, if you want to I expand know. before you knock out. Uh, from being sick, unfortunately, he says he's participating from bed. So I don't know if he's going to sleep soon or something. But um, let us know. But it looks like it's got a. Oh, I have analog dreams. That's a cool yeah, little. So uh, yeah, that was free. Is, it probably still is free. Analog dreams, beautiful synthwave, ethereal earth, great if you like your sound design and you like your ambient. These guys, I know less about. Like, I mean, yeah. dude, supercharger, dope. Supercharger is so dope. Oh, guitar rig seven player, nice. Yeah, vinyl. Yeah. I know vinyl. Yeah, vinyl is uh that was a Spectre recommendation years back. And I, mm -hmm. I remember, but it always crashes in logic. So I just started using the SP four oh four. Yeah, great. So I saw it. And then Ram, I Ram of Rom, Ram. It's quite it's quite um, a nice little plugin. And Ozone EQ yeah. right there. There it is. Yeah, totally. Um, Lars says the Irish harp is fun as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well I'll We'll put the link. Uh, like I said, I'll put all of these in the show notes. So, Curtis, if you don't mind just adding this one to the docket so I can add it in the show mm -hmm. notes later. But uh, I will definitely be downloading this one as well. That looks cool. Um, Native. Yeah, like, Native do you school. have that one? It seemed like it caught us all uh, off guard. So, yeah. Uh, there are a couple okay. of things in there that I might like to play with, actually. I'm quite into sort of organic sounds at the moment and things that vibrate or have been recorded vibrating. Handpans? I think. Handpans, definitely. Mm. <laughs> That's a pure tone of them. It's the, yeah. yeah Native instruments are beautiful. I've got, I've got, uh, I've got, I can't remember which one it is, but it's again, it's thanks to J Bell. I've got it. And it's it, all their plugins, they are, they take a lot of space, take a lot of CPU, but they are some beautiful sounds. That Hypha, again, if you like your organic sounds, uh, Hypha is, is a beautiful little synthesizer for that. Um, yeah. You can never get enough of it. And that analog dreams like, can you can bit. get that cool bass, the synthwave bass, and lead mm. sounds and stuff like that. But it was it was fun when I was messing with it. A couple, I think that was free a couple of years ago. It sounds like it's been free the whole time. But they released it. I want to say back in like 2020 or something, or it was free then. Mm -hmm. And I grabbed it. Well worth grabbing. So I would highly recommend to anyone to grab the uh, this Lars recommendation, the complete start. Mm. Now, anyone listening, uh, listening live, anyone listening back, or if they're listening to the podcast on, as it when it goes live on Spotify on Saturdays, um, 
if there's anything we've missed, clearly we missed the native instrument, which is quite a big one, a big muck up on my part. Is there anything that we've missed? According to Lars, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what what uh, what plugins have we lost? What have we missed? Is there anything else going free? This is the time for us to share. Um, it's not just oh, about real quick, spending. I missed one from uh, Lars. He says, Dubstation is clutch. Who mm. makes Dubstation? You mentioned it. I didn't get to ask. Who, who makes that? Well, I don't know. It's a good question. Let me have a double check. But I is clutch a good thing? I think it is. Yes. I'm not down, I'm not down with the kids. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's clutch. Oh, it's yeah, cl it's clutch. Uh, it's, it's not by damage. clutch. It is clutch. <laughs> Who's it by? It's audio damage. Oh, okay. It's audio. currently 25 euro. Yeah. Ooh. It's not free, but it is dope. It is dope. Yeah. I put it on, put it, especially the ping pong. It's great, especially if you Ooh. like making dub and funny that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so it's not just yeah, the name is what you're getting at. No, so okay, so ah, okay. Yeah, that's so what I was saying. It, it clutch means it's like it's it, yeah, it's important. It's helpful. Yeah, clutch. Lars cool. says clutch means helpful. I think. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, he's 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 cognizant. He's got it. I'm not. He's, he's good. good. He's, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. good. He's cool. He's down. Um, he's clutch. Know if he missed <laughs> he's very clutch. Lars is clutch. That's that's. He came that's through with the uh, the complete start, and now with the clutch <laughs> definition, clutch man, clutch. Thanks, Lars. Uh, it's nice to know this community is growing and helping each other out. It's beautiful, um, especially when it comes to my English vocabulary. So yeah, thank you. As an English um, teacher, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Always important to expand um, though and be willing to learn. So yeah, very much so. Um, people, right now, if you as you are listening, remember this jubilance and remember this happiness because we are going to move now. Savor it. Savor it. <laughs> Let's just let's just sit in and for now, one second. Let, no, let's, sit in the cheery, let's sit in the cheery moment for one second. Lars is saying brain worky good. Let's let's all have a laugh. Yeah. Let's all enjoy. And now let's go to the dystopic world. And no, just the, the not so good, not good mm. news at all. No, uh, if you're an independent musician, uh, doors are closing. Things are changing. We're not always on it. Uh, this is the tale of a thousand plays. I was trying to get in a little uh, pun to uh, a thousand and one nights, but it didn't quite make it. Oh, I thought uh, you were going with a, a tale of two cities. Uh, well, I mean, that, that didn't think about that. Uh, but Let, I mean, let's that's let's a good just one. say you did subconsciously because uh, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so, yeah, uh, this, let's put this up. This is Spotify. Um, Things we we were started talking about it last week, and there were rumors that things were changing, and those rumors have since been confirmed. Uh, from next year, as from Q1 2024, uh, tracks on Spotify will have to be played 1,000 times before they start earning money. This is now um, mm. confirmed. There will be a minimum yearly play count volume that each track on the service has to hit in order, and I stress this, in order to start generating royalties to start generating royalties so the first a thousand plays gets you nothing and only after that do you get your 0 0.0037 dollars per your stream yeah. um now wait do you said, get all of that thousand or is only a thousand and one and up counting it's thousand thousand one and up so you don't start generating until you get to a thousand and then you start generating that's how i read the language mm. and, and, and how was this confirmed because like they were saying last week i believe this link is from music business worldwide they were saying sources are telling us sources are telling us uh i'm curious to uh, see where it's actually conf 
confirmed from the president of the distribution platform stem okay yes christian grassley uh published on thursday so it's saying that uh a thousand streams will be the minimum yearly track before you start generating royalties and that move is designed to demonetize a population of tracks that uh basically make nothing right now so if you're making if you only get in a handful of plays 100 plays 200 plays or something like that they're saying that that's not well hard-earned money that they should essentially have that and so that's what we're going to be doing i would like to give a quick flashback to last week's episode uh if you want to check it out you can go to the playlist that's in the description all of our audio nautics but we discussed they did the math last i believe it was music business worldwide but an article did the math from what their sources were saying based on like the oh it would only affect 0.05 percent of artists or 0.5 percent of artists and they thought it would only be artists under i believe 17 plays a month or something so now it's a thousand in a year so yeah up quite a bit from what the the guesses were yeah they are in this from spotify they suggest that this will move 40 million dollars um into the pot of the rest of the people essentially so there'll be more money for everyone else that's involved um so you may not get paid but you know I don't. other people will reap from your ad revenue that you sent people to the platform to do that's the disgusting part yeah you're sending people to the platform they're going to get ad revenue from that or premium member money but some other artist who is quote bigger than you and more quote legitimate according to their wordage or verbiage will get that money yes completely utterly um, i don't know what that noise was because i just saw i just saw what lars put in the chat if you want to share it uh death by a thousand plays that's yeah. a much better title so yeah, we had title. we had a good one uh, from david too in the classical music uh <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Deep and then deep. Survey Channel says, imagine defending what's happening here. And yeah. Mark says, can't do that. Now. I'm not yeah. a soulless monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm... I saw people defending it and being like, oh, a thousand's not that high of a metric to reach in a year, this and that. But it's like, it's the principle. Matter. You're sending mm. people to a... You're, first of all, you're paying a distributor to put your music on a platform. Then you have to send people to that platform to listen to it. And unless you can hit a thousand, all that ad revenue that Spotify will get from that, those people going to it just goes to someone else. Like why be on there? Yeah, I just it's not even like these days you can talk about the notion of uh, being in it to win it anymore. Like the the exposure argument, it just kind of diminishes that even more because the, the back end of that is that more and more mainstream artists get pushed we know how spotify's algorithms work in terms of they push those that get plays anyway so you just keep getting pushed further and further and further back so it's not even you can talk about exposure anymore and like then converting them across to band camp or fair camp or we're going to talk about that later but nothing like that it's it just it just squeezes it just squeezes and it pushes and it bottlenecks and it removes that democratization of music production, which we've seen since the, really the birth of the AWs. And it's just, well, really, I mean, I'm not going to go down the history history of music route, but yeah, it's just such a step backwards. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. And like, I've been trying to just, I always try to see both sides. And I understand from like a <laughs> corporate greed point, you know, of like, yeah, we'll do cool, this. And, but it's like, I just can't fathom this move. It just, it seems like it's 
such a bad idea in that i mean maybe they think they just have the market cornered and artists will just be like yeah okay exploit my stuff i'll put it up i'll pay a distributor go for it take my the the all the stuff i'm doing all this promotion it's just it's insane i i just don't get it I, the stench I, of hubris is strong. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm oh, really hoping that beautiful. that yeah that, that is good. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There, I'm, isn't it? <laughs> I'm really hoping to see artists like I'm struggling with the idea. Like, do I? I don't want to pull my music because I do get streams on certain songs. But why should I have a song on there that's like I have songs that are little vignettes or something that will are for my fans to listen to? But like, why put that there? Because any stream it gets is not going to be going to me if it only gets 100 or gets 200 or like, what's the point? And why should I drive someone to Spotify now if they're going to have this weird clause? It just makes no sense. It, it really doesn't. I'm, it's strange. Anyways, I know Ian like, has a lot to say. Let's go to him in a second, but let me read a few of the chats. J-Bell says, also, it's not very inclusive for us non-listen-to artists. Definitely. Lars is getting us demonetized as if we were monetized anyways. It's shitty, but I get twice as many monthly plays on Apple Music than Spotify, so I think I'll still be paying my distributor. I'm not saying back out of the distributor. Yeah, no, not saying that. I'm just talking Spotify directly because I don't want to support this. Like it's it's, but then it's like, well, I get streams on like it's this weird catch, and I think that's what they're trying to do is to have us caught in this. Like, well, we need to be on there so they can just exploit it however they want. Lars also says. Spotify is going to lose the market eventually. I think this might be the the start of it. I mean, the, like Ian, like said, the stench of hubris, right? And J-Bell says, in a world of inclusivity, this inclusivity that I feel like Spotify should let my empty Spotify list live, my non-streams, my choice. Yeah. Uh, David <laughs> says... <laughs> David hey, says... It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. David says, Eon Lake was probably right. They want you out, costing them money. I did. I'm sorry, Eon Lake. I keep saying I'm going to bring up to you. I just want to mention this because I saw it this morning. They've added uh, a, a number of audiobooks to premium so that you, you don't need to pay for it. They added audiobooks where you had to buy them, right? Outright on Spotify. They made this like marketplace. Now they've added a bunch that are covered in premium. And I remember... A lot of the rumors when Spotify started pushing podcasts were that they were saying, like, you know, whoever they, but people were surmising that they were pushing podcasts because they don't have to pay the royalties on podcasts. So I wonder if there's a thing with audiobooks too there. Um, Eon Lake, now we will get to your uh, your loving take. Oh, that's a build up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, What's I know late? you're not going to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope not. I mean, what to say? You know, the dark and depressing news that Spotify continues to exist and uh, is insists on drawing out its long death rattle like this by making decisions that <laughs> make them almost universally hated. I mean, uh, the arrogance of it is is staggering. Um, maybe they think. That there is a business case for this, but it seems to me like they're sort of doing a bit of an Elon Musk, really. Um, he's busy wrecking Twitter, and you know, they're going to destroy their Maybe own X. product. Yeah. Mm, no, I don't call it that. It's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we'll Carry remember. On. 
when it's yeah. gone. In your heart, it's remembered as Twitter, huh? Yeah, yeah. And other platforms are livening up nicely now, I see, which is good. So we'll just let that die. And now maybe we can let Spotify die sometime soon as well. I mean, you mm. know, I understand they've got to make money, but at the same time, they've got to produce something that people want, you know, and they're not the only streaming platform. I know the world likes to behave like they are, but, you know, even a small percentage, you know, musicians remind yourself of this, even a small percentage, like 10% of the market, the market is millions and millions of people. So a small percentage of that market is a lot of people, you know. So, yeah. What the hell are they doing? I don't know. I mean, you know, you would have thought that maybe they would that maybe they would be upping their streaming payouts. I mean, it's not enough that they are what they are in the first place. Not enough that they pay such a pittance for monop- you know, monetizing other people's art. But now this. Because <laughs> they were giving us too much money, weren't they? It was too much. You know, you've got to cut that back somehow, that massive gravy train that Spotify represents. I mean, it's laughable, really. I mean, who would have thought it could go down? But it can. So, Yeah. You know, smaller artists and, and not massive record labels and distributors like us don't really have much power. Um, well, we've got almost none, except, you know, as a unit. And uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, I haven't put anything on Spotify for over a year now. Um, I was planning to. Um, and I, I'm, I don't even know if I can untick that distributor or, the, or that 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 store from the distributor and say put it in all the others so uh, i don't know what i'll do but i will continue to loathe them with every fiber of my being i shall pray for their early death um See, this is why i knew it wouldn't disappoint real quick we'll get curtis's take you brought it to the table but let me just read through couple of uh of chats because there's something interesting laura says the audiobooks are trash well interesting that's not what i was pointing out but <laughs> books that have been read a thousand times <laughs> well here's what here's what's interesting laura says most of them the audiobooks that are i believe what he's saying the ones that are covered in premium now are from is that librivox correct that's me librivox librivox whatever whatever uh a free audiobook service so that it's just like icing on the cake that it's they're taking free stuff and putting it in a ten dollar to whatever Spotify costs now a month platform and being like, look, you can get audiobooks for quote free as part of your membership. And also they probably, like I was saying, don't need to pay a royalty or they did like a flat, you know, coverage fee to have it on there and that's it. But it's very wow. interesting. So it seems like they're finding every way they can with these podcasts and things like that to And like, if you look when we covered that they had changed their discover page on Spotify and more than three quarters of, of everything you scroll through is podcasts now, instead of music, it's obvious they're pushing podcasts and they're pushing it for what seems to be the reason that they don't have to be paying these royalties. Like our podcast is on Spotify. We don't get a single royalty from a play. We have to even get to a hundred streams, I believe, uh, per podcast episode to even get ad revenue. So, yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting times. Let's see. We've got a couple more 
comments. Javel, I think I Spotify like are seeing that there are royalties bulking up from all these under a thousand stream artists and they want to cash it in for themselves. I mean, that's basically what they're saying is that, oh, the I, I had read, and it's probably in the article you have, uh, Curtis, but that they were saying distributors don't even pay artists until they reach a, a minimum threshold. And so we're just meeting that as well, like doing that as well, where we're having a minimum threshold. But it's like most of the threshold is, I think, what, 10 or 20 bucks for some of these companies, you know, that that have the threshold. And that's the distributors, right? And to do that, and that's the artist who signs up for the distributor to do that. This is like another weird step. It's just strange. Um, Every time they open their mouth, I feel like I need a shower after. (laughs) Yeah, after every episode we talk about them, you just hop right in the shower. (laughs) Nasty, yeah. Get some bleach or something, really get sure you're clean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, really hammer that home. Curtis, um, what's your take? Well, I, I I don't have anything to add to the take because I I I think we're all in unison. And I would just be beating it with a dead horse at this point. It's obviously like Spotify. It, it's a terrible it it's a terrible move for uh for us as the independent musician. It's a horrible move by Spotify. Am I am I surprised that this big massive corporation that doesn't really care about music and only cares about monetization is doing the things it needs it need, it feels it needs to do to uh, paper up this uh, paper up the holes of the sinking ship? No, I'm not surprised it's happening at all. Um, it makes me angry. It makes me upset. Um, the the question I suppose that springs to my head is or springs to my mind is what can we do about it and the honest answer is nothing today we today is episode 88 and we have got 333 subscribers and that is wonderfully lucky and that is beautiful in all in all realms of everything and we thank you for it we can't as in we our platform is very small but there are many, many indie artists out there. Everyone is listening, and anyone, everyone listening is probably involved in this game somewhat in some regard. The only thing we can do is continue to discuss it and continue to bring it up and continue to hammer home what this means for the for the indie musician. People who are consumers, people and friends and family who don't make music necessarily, but do consume at a high rate the music. If they are told about the effects that these changes have on people like us and what that means, then maybe there's something that we can do there. Um, it's it's, degra- it's degrading. There are things that we can do. We're going to go and talk about that. We have a bit of a community. Me and someone went on a bit of a community community hunt and a community kind of gather of information for some alternatives, um, which we'll talk about in a bit. But at the end of the day, it's in the news cycle where it gets brushed under the carpet so quickly we need to keep this one alive and we need to keep talking about it um yeah i do want to add to that uh as well because i think not just informing people about what's going on but writing to spotify your disdain you don't have to be as expletive laden as eon lake might be but uh but you know express that hey as an artist this is exploitative blah, blah blah even if it does nothing just it's just good to to do you know get your voice out urge people like we're doing that notify write to spotify talk about it on social media do whatever and then you can consider even speaking with your wallet because that hits somewhere it hurts like i'm i've always i've been a spotify member since i think 2013 or something and i don't say that in a prideful way <laughs> but i'm just saying like i mm. i'm they've convinced me at this point to start considering an alternative you know what i mean like mm. 
the more people that consider this or do it, I've seen curators switching to Pandora or things like that. That's something we're going to look at. We'll look at these things for Audionautic. But um, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because you build a platform somewhere, but I don't know. It's just that's the yeah, thing sure about it. always having your own space as well, because uh, they can pull the rug out from under you in a nanosecond. So, yeah, I think some of these other platforms could probably do with a bit of love anyway. I mean, mm. you know, we want to encourage competition anyway in the market. We're getting enough of a rough deal as it is. So while it's never nice to see organizations the size of that punched down in this sickening way, um, it does remind you that there are alternatives. There's a market out there. Yeah. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. Um, in, the, in that vein, uh, we move to a section of the show where we talk more directly about um well more we focus more on direct support of the indie artist um and i want to begin this segment by saying that this show is brought to us by our patrons a lot of you listening to us live are our patrons and we love you and thank you ever so much for uh basically building this platform that we can sit and we can do this uh week in week out i've had a pretty stressful week and to sit here on a wednesday evening uh with a cup of water and talk to it talk this kind of thing with everyone i live for it and i love doing it and Thank you ever so much for your support. If you uh, are uh, listening to this or watching back to this and you yourself uh, want to see this grow further, consider becoming a patron. Um, you can do it by heading over to patreon.com slash audionautic. It starts at $2 a month. Um, and there's a, there's a seven-day free trial for that. You've got a $5 tier. We've got a $7 tier. And we've got a $10 tier. Um, each tier gives more and more and more in terms of back, uh, behind the scenes content, extra content, um, by just giving, by just giving and donating to $2 a month. Uh, there's a, there's a discord channel directly just for patrons where these conversations about Spotify, um, and everything and these plugins we've been having all week in this growing community. Um, and if you want to get involved, come on down. It's a, it's a wonderful space. We've also got our star stream hangouts once a month, which is going up to two nights a month. No, it's Actually, once no, a week. Sorry once a week now sorry uh we neglected it this week because i was busy um but yes where we sit and we just hash things out and we just talk as a community and where we we're together we can grow if it's something that you're interested in direct support is the best way to do this we are currently heading up uh or trying to hit 500 subscribers so we can start to uh generate the snowball and have the snowball well grow so to speak but even then you know youtube take their 20 percent and this is the best way in which you can support us and keep us going we got a lot in the pipeline yeah and also five dollar members get to join these episodes as well so if you want to hop on the link is on the patreon to join the stream yard you can head over and uh yeah i mean Always just hang out with us is more than enough. But if you want to help us do more of these and what we do, it means the world to have you all. And we have a lot of fun in the Discord. We talk about these things through the whole time. We usually get perspectives from everyone and then bring it to the table as we're about to do in the next segment uh, for the episode. And then we talk about these all of these topics as well in the public Discord channels after the episode goes live. But um, yeah, it's, it's just a great space. We can talk about all these different things and... Um, yeah, it means the world anyways, but we're going to move on to, I don't know if I should call it slightly better news, but there's been drama with Spotify, now that there's drama with Bandcamp, so we've been looking at some alternatives, 
and yes, Curtis, but banding the Bandcamp woes. Yes, so we're looking at a Band-Aid for Bandcamp, right? That's the way we're looking at it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you inspired me with the banding, so that that was off the cuff <laughs> thanks to your, you, you had the pitch, and I just, you know, to go baseball, I guess, as a never-played sports person <laughs> <laughs> using that analogy. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're going to talk about some Bandcamp alternatives because they are on the rise and Curtis and I have been looking at it. Ian, like, I'm not sure if you've been checking these out at all, but a lot of our patrons have been bringing up different ones and we've been keeping an eye at other ones. And we wanted to talk about two specifically. Um, the first being Artcore and our patron, David, Asaph Stripe used it. And uh, we're going to talk about that one first. It's, it's interesting. I think it's got a lot of potential. This is the one that I looked at, but we're also going to look at Fair Camp, which our patron survey channel brought to our attention, and Curtis took a look at that. Um, so I could start with Fair Camp. It looks like, uh, I'm sorry, Artcore. It looks like you have that one queued up. Do you want me to go with that one first? All right, do you mind yeah, sharing you... the screen so I can look at my docket just to pull up the info? As opposed to the window, you mean? No, uh, go open the window. Oh, I'm just saying, I sorry, can't click I'm it. I'm moving on the docket. I'll bring it up. Here you yeah. go. All right, so uh, this is Asaph Stripes. Uh, well, it's, is this the homepage? Uh, We're seeing his album. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, this is the homepage. So that's what it looks like. We're seeing Asaph Stripes' album, which is awesome. EP, I helped, I mastered it. It's really awesome. Lots of crazy cool sounds on it. I would highly recommend you check it out. And he released it on here. This is what brought it to my attention. And so we'll put a link, if you don't mind, to the um, album. We'll put it in the show notes and it's on discord and all that but um artcore this is what they call it an online music marketplace built from the ground up to meet the needs of artists bands and small labels it was designed with djs and electronic artists in mind which you'll see as we start talking about it um providing extensive metadata to help discover curate and plan dj sets but it's open to all so bands singer songwriters are welcome and we provide customization and personalization tools so you only see the music you like uh the metadata is kind of the key here and you'll see like every song you put you choose it has an auto bpm detect it um it puts up all the information you select all these different genres now mine i couldn't i was having issues when i was trying to select the genre so i just selected all of them as down tempo and then you can put tags as well like you know lo-fi lo-fi beats ambient this and that so that is cool because that means for SEO, there's a lot of optimization there that you can do for a something. Of course, you have to have people on it that are searching for it, but it, it's there to do that. Um, little different from Bandcamp, though, they take a 20% royalty split. I believe Bandcamp is what, 10 percent royalty yeah so they take paypal a, and stuff in that as well there's still paypal in this one as well yeah so you have to consider oh, okay. that but there's no monthly fee it looks like from what i saw you can start a label page for free i didn't click it but it didn't show any monetary thing because on Bandcamp to do a label you have to pay 20 bucks a month so that's cool that that's there that's something we're going to explore for audionautic records because we're we're filling up for next year. We're actually taking submissions as well for next year. So if you're looking to get an album on Audionautic Records, hit us up. Our Gmail is in the description or hit us up on the socials or on Discord. Um, they do have some other things where you can do like a, not a rev share. What's the word? You can, um, you can 
like an affiliate sort of thing. If you refer people to Artcore and they make it, you get less revenue taken from your thing. I put a link in the description if you do want to check it out for mine. No pressure to just saying it's there. I think you also for signing up get a discounted royalty split by using that link. Um, but it's there if you're just curious. Yeah, it's every time they make a sale or something or the, every time they you get someone on and they make a sale, this is from their wording, you get an additional 0.25 discount on commission for one year. So that's cool. Uh, we have some stuff from Ace of Stripe, his take. Before that, I just want to read a couple more things on my own take. Um, it, it really does still seem catered to DJs and electronic music. The way you see the waveform, the, uh, mm -hmm. all that metadata, all the hashtags and things like that, it, it's queued up for that. Now, that doesn't mean it can't change and things like that. And I do think all of that comes in handy for SEO as well. Like I said, they do take a higher fee than Bandcamp. Bandcamp may be changing. I'm not saying that they are. It's just with all the stuff, it's like up in the air with everything that's happening over there. Here's the big one, though. No physicals as of yet. You can't sell mm. physicals on there. One mm. thing I thought was really cool, you can upload eight tracks at a time. So if you're doing an album, let's say it's 12 tracks, you don't have to do one by one. If like if you have the free Bandcamp, you can upload eight and then you can upload the other four after that. I like that a lot. There is, uh, I think it's an AI voiceover on every song. It goes like you're listening yeah. to Sun Warper music for Imagine Landscapes on Artcore, and then the song plays. So, I mean, I guess it's cool to have a kind of watermark, but there is that. Uh, I did also find that the user interface is a little slow at the moment and just moving around and stuff. But I think it's got a lot of potential. I think it's really cool. Um, and and I actually do think all the SEO and things like that is probably to its benefit. So. If you're looking for alternatives, this is there. And I just want to read a bit from uh, Asaph Stripe, what they said, what he said on Discord. He said, Artcore is definitely primarily designed for DJs as the player has a pitch fader to match BPM. That's kind of cool, in my opinion. So, yeah, good place for beats. Another positive are lots of genre choices, and the app seems to be designed to generate playlists off music you like on it. Like we, it says, selected for you. Look at that. It's got, it knows, it knows we mm -hmm. like, we like Asaph Stripe. Uh, it, very easy to set up. I agree with him on that. The staff are all musicians, so that's a plus. Challenges not, now are not designed to give a lot of analytics. Yeah, it's very bare bones. I couldn't find like where to see plays. You see sales, and that's pretty much it, it seems. David might be able to uh, correct me if I'm wrong there. Continues saying, brand rec recognition is low, and that will hurt sales. No physicals. Needs refinement for sure. My feeling is that we are going to hit some fragmentation in the market. I don't expect another Bandcamp to emerge. I'm okay with that. And it would be silly to cancel our Bandcamp accounts right now. I definitely agree with David on that. It's a cool time to explore other resources for sales and playlists. Don't waste time comparing features. Trust your gut and take chances. Yeah, I think that's the big takeaway. He's right. I, like, I think we're prepping as if something might happen to Bandcamp. There's no guarantee that it will. And if you look at like, there was a lot of doom and gloom about when Epic bought it and nothing changed, but adding CarPlay, like woohoo. So we're just kind of looking, yeah, Eon Lake's excited. I know it got him excited, but uh, we're just kind of looking to see what's out there as they come up because at some point things might change and you might need it. I still think having your own website is paramount and we will have, Frequency Control Center, a professional web designer on in a couple weeks, talking the basics of getting a website up and running. Is it two weeks, Curtis? 20th, I saw, 22nd. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I, I 
I have no concept of time right now dealing with a newborn. So I'm just saying in a few weeks and I knew Curtis could correct me. But yeah, so I think that's still paramount to do. But it's good to look at these. It's good to explore. And in case something happens to Bandcamp or like what's happening with Spotify, having your music on these other options and just subtly promoting it, showing that it exists and, and saying, hey, I'm here, you know, this and that. You never know if it takes off you're there and uh if something happens with a different site like bandcamp spotify you have an alternative if you can't afford to do a website or if you don't want to deal with the coding or anything like that it's there gentlemen anything before we switch to fair camp no you, know, like, like you look no, like to compare the two actually yeah so okay. they're very different they're very different as you'll see mm -hmm. very much so um just That's, really quick, okay, so I'm then, sorry, Curtis. Uh, two things in the chat because this one's funny. Lars says, I haven't thought about Pandora <laughs> since 2015. Yeah, for sure. But it does still exist. There are still users. I've seen some people getting a million streams on there and stuff like that. It, it's there. I think they have their own streaming version and then they have the radio version. And then Lars also says, don't die on us back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I echo that sentiment. Um, Pandora very much back in its box, which is ironic, really, if you think about <laughs> it. Um, but the, the uh, yeah, um, it's a cool place to go. Um, but if, okay, so bearing everything in mind that Ace of Stripe and Sun Warper have said about Art Court, um, if we go across to uh, Fair Camp, uh, we're using Survey Channel as our, uh, as our case study. I haven't signed up to it. I haven't looked at it yet. But I, me, I sat down with uh, Matt and we had a good discussion about it just before it came on, coming on air. Um, and so this is very much kind of where he's coming from and a, and a take on that. But you can see clearly from uh, from the very offset that it's not built for DJs. It's not built for DJs. Um, it's um, very much more personalized, very much more there, but also very much more bare bones. Okay. Um, now I'll keep this up and I'll read what Survey Channel has to say first because he, he's the authority on here. And then I've got some takeaways from my own research from the discussion with Matt and from there. So he says, uh, Survey Channel says, creatively, it's almost there. It needs more options for customization. Uh, if you click to an album, it sort of maps out the waveform of each track. It's a great little touch. I like that it pretty much uh, mimics Bandcamp and allows access to multiple formats. It would be cool to see more integrated payment options. Uh, for most, you just put a link but it can still do codes and things like that as well. Um, it takes it a bit, it's a bit more savvy to set up. So he predicts that you'll start finding uh, co-ops that will set things up for you and then skim a little bit off the money, which if we're talking about skimming across, uh, skimming uh, from the money, uh, skimming money, sorry, um, this is obviously a slippery, a slippery slope and we're trying to decentralize here. We're trying to get more direct in our support of the indie musician. Um, but he would definitely recommend it. And he says, uh, puts the control back in the artist's hands. Now, wait um, a second, Curtis. Do you have to either A, pay anything to set it up, or do you have to have a domain of your own to set it up, or is it all through FairCamp? Uh, you have a domain which you attach it to. It's basically like a link tree. Essentially, it's a link tree which is attached to your website. So you'd have to buy a from. domain, right? You'd have to buy, yeah. like sunwarper.com or curtis.com as we have but and then you set it up okay so it does yeah. sound like there's a little bit more uh code knowledge right or like internet website well, knowledge to a degree correct 
Yes and no. I think, I mean, buying a domain is relatively simple these days in terms of you can just go to anyone. The thing about a lot of website building is that you pay for your domain and then you also pay your subscription to the company, which my Wix, doc, my Wix account, for example, I, I, Curtis.com is through Wix and I'm actually up for payment and the payment actually just bounced, is uh, it's around about $220 for the year. Right, which is not an mm -hmm. inconsiderate amount of money. And Matt and I were talking about this. And it's like for the traffic that your direct website gets, is you can't always justify that, right? But if you were yeah. to buy just the domain and not the subscription, mm -hmm. Faircamp is free in that regard. You're paying for the domain, but then you've got this, right? It's a lot smaller. It's it's a lot more concise. It's basically like your link tree or your just a landing page, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. That, I think that answers your question to a degree. Definitely, it does. Yeah, it does. So I, I get. So you have to have, you have to own a domain, and then you do everything. If I'm right, through Faircamp, that links to that domain, right? And it's all like under that banner. But you do it all on Faircamp to create it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, before I before I go any further, I just want to show a few things from what uh, Survey Channel was saying. So this is uh, this is the page. So you've just gone from his main page to the human imagery, which you haven't listened to. If you haven't listened to yet, this is a fantastic album. It's it's dope as anything. It's beautiful. Um, this is the waveform that he was talking here, which is kooky and it's quirky and it's different. And yeah, it's, it's not quite bit... the artcore waveform. That's like a legit appearance of <laughs> MP3 or wave or waveform. Completely. And then quite here, you've got downloads, embed and share. That's it. Um, if you can go downloads, we click that through. Uh, I'm blocked. Right? Oh, there you go. And then in the same way as Bandcamp, you can say, I want to do $8 or more, confirm available formats, FLAC and MP3, for example, right? Does it use PayPal? Um, uh, I believe so. I believe so. Yes. Um, but if we come back here, you've then got, the you've got the definition, which is quite nice, which I, I haven't actually read it on Matt's Bandcamp, but I think it's pretty much the same. Um, but yes, you've got a small little blurb, a small little idea. And then that's it, right? So if we go into another one, Canvas Doubles, for example, another really good album, it's all there. Yep. Same thing, same stuff, right? And that's it. That's it. It's simple. There's no, there's no flashing lights. There's no kind of hey, click this now or this that on everything. You know, there's not mm -hmm. a million things to sign up for, which I personally think is really really nice. Um, yeah. I think um, it's in this world where you've got to click through seven different things in order to get somewhere. This is like one click, two click, buy it, see you later, that kind of thing. Which <laughs> that's like a children's book. One click, two click. Well, this, this okay. It, it sounds. <laughs> it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Spotify is trying to teach, right? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Um, I think I think I've said it here. It's quick fire payments, no fluff. This is the track. Buy it. Move on with your life. Which in this in this way it sounds it sounds a little bit uh businessy and i don't i don't take it poorly in that way but as an artist one of the biggest things you can struggle with is getting people to buy your stuff it's one of the biggest things like and getting people to click through four or five different things they're just going ah okay and they'll just go and listen on spotify or whatever you know but if, mm -hmm. if within three clicks you can buy your own mp3 of the album boom done before they've even had before they've even thought about it that that transaction has happened, which is a really nice touch. And I think that's, I hope they keep that. I don't want to make it too, uh, too much. Um, it's uh, a simple design, like I say, quirky with waveforms, but I thought it's, there's majesty in the minimalism in the fact that it's, it's not, 
it's mm. not very corporate it's just it's nice and it's there um moreover i think the most important thing is that it is a way to decentralize and i think this is the main thing that's why i quite like it we've seen nothing but centralization be accrued and accrued and accrued even in the decentralization of the music production game through DistroKid and streaming services that has now just become more and more centralized to a degree and this is a direct payment on that this is kind of like the closest to the bank at revival as you can say in that regard um if artcore is based on searches and metadata um this is like your myspace page which is really cute and really warm and gives me a fuzzy feeling inside um and i like that i think that's, here's I, that's my thing with people... it though what i what i think and you can tell me if if it has this but what i think it's missing that Bandcamp has is the community right because this is your own it's... domain so you're not going to have that supported by function you're not going to have all the links like on my albums it'll show like oh this was also supported by people who listen to this or vice versa mm -hmm. like if someone bought my album and someone else's when they go to the bottom, they'll say listeners to this also bought and it's right there. And there's no new and notable. There's no things like that because of this decentralization that that you're very excited about. And I'm not I'm not saying we debate the merits and, and cons of centralization and decentralization or anything. I'm just saying in terms of uh, what I would look for in a band camp alternative, that's something I feel that is fundamentally missing that. Maybe it's just a flaw in the decentralized aspect, but you also get the the fact that like it's yours, you're doing what you want with it, you can set it up. So it it really depends on like what you like from these platforms. And I I mean I don't think I don't think Artcore has quite that either. Mm. It, it has some of that in the sense that you see like oh generated for you like based on what you bought or listened to on here and and things like that. But it's not quite there yet either. But like in terms of what I like most about Bandcamp, that's I think the biggest thing is a sort of like pseudo community that's not a social media thing, but there's this you can see what's being supported and things like that, and uh, and and it it's just helps open your music to a wider audience, which I like. Uh, I'm not saying that's everyone's reason for liking Bandcamp, but I think that's just for me that's something that I think is very important and special about Bandcamp uh, mm -hmm. as it exists. Mm -hmm. now and previously i don't know you know in the future we'll see but they have the bandcamp new and notable bandcamp daily they all are really cool and great ways to open exposure to different music you know left of field music and stuff like that so yeah and survey channel says correct it doesn't have that yeah that's fair and there's uh, something from yeah. marine's friend there it popped up he says uh hosting a place to access music is one thing then the discovery access is another is there any solution the open sources the discoverability aspect that we know of. Yeah, that's the problem is that that's that's the thing I wanted to bring up is that it seems like all these alternatives so far are lacking that key part of what makes Bandcamp Bandcamp. Mm. It would be nice to know what their development roadmap is and where they see this going. I mean, it, it's not unusual to start off with a limited feature set and, you know, yeah. we'll work on things from there. But yeah, if only we could pick their brains. Yeah, Bandcamp didn't always have stuff like that. I mean, this was it grew. Yeah, it grew. And I again, I'm not I'm not saying don't use these. We're showing you these so you can check them out and see what works for you. I'm just pointing out in terms of what's relevant like it, it in terms of being Bandcamp alternatives, I think a lot of these 
still need to add some of these aspects to really compete with Bandcamp. I mm -hmm. think Artcore from that end gets kind of the closest, but it's still very far back. And from I'm that. liking the lack of advertising, though. Yep. Yes. Yes, I think that's I yeah. See. That's very much. And it's very. Although, much, though, I mean, also, do... I'm sorry, Curtis. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to just say the difference is Artcore is free. And they take twenty percent, right? But Faircamp is free, but you have to have a domain. Hmm. So fair. Um, that's very fair. Um, I think it's. I. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's coming for point. me. What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Come at me then. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see where the roadmap goes. I think yes, it's obviously missing some community events and some discovery events. Um, I wonder if, as well as that, if you look at that within the context of of somewhat of a decentralization of the way in which social media is becoming more of a thing as well, it's less like the, the mess of Instagram that we were talking about eight months ago seems to be kind of less messy in that regard. Um, so there's a, there's a way forward. And, you know, there are other ways in which to market yourself. And this is, I feel like this is for the, for the thousand true fans, this kind of thing. It's for people if they already know you, that kind of thing, which might not, is a good thing and a bad thing, double-edged sword, but it's definitely room for growth. Definitely room for growth yeah, in that regard. I, I think that's the, I mean, that's my takeaway from all of this is that there are options. They have some really cool stuff, all of them, but they all aren't quite there. So it's worth <laughs> checking out. If It's worth to be on there, I think. Choose one, choose all, whatever, like, Get on some of these alternatives in case the worst happens. And I'm not spelling doom and gloom, but just in case, you know, uh, and then hopefully it doesn't ever come to that or anything. But you can have these contingency plans, so to speak. And yeah, like Curtis is saying, just because Faircamp doesn't have the discovery aspect doesn't mean you can't just kind of supplement it by using social media or something like that or YouTube or things like that. You can get creative. And that's the beauty, I suppose, of having this decentralized website aspect. But like... I I think there's issues usually with uh, getting people to like your own website versus a website people use. And it's the same. Not many people are that I know, you know, are using Artcore. So it'd be the same thing. Driving them to an, any new site is going to be an issue. Same with like Blue Sky or something in terms of social media. So uh, which, by the way, Curtis and I are on Blue Sky. You're welcome to add us over there. <laughs> I might. Yeah. Oh, you might. Oh, yeah. He's considering it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally signed up and then forgot about it. Uh, but there you go. You. Well, I brought uh, it back into your mind. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's just it's just something. It's interesting that these exist. We wanted to bring them to everyone's attention. I think it's really cool to see alternatives, and I hope that if they can come up in prominence and things like that, either it keeps Bandcamp on the right path, you know, just for having comp competition, or you know, if Bandcamp falters or something, we've got these other options. I think that's cool. We got a little bit of chat uh, as Eon Lake ponders whether he's going to add us on blue sky or not i see he's deep in deep in pondering <laughs> maurice mm. says i know ai is a bad buzzword for the creative side of art but an open source way of which we can use it to discover could be interesting and then creating a modular approach to integrate into these totally i mean no there's there's a lot of opportunity i personally think with ai with this type of stuff um and and like open source and all that type of things i mean there's different things we can see what happens i hope we start seeing some of those things as well as Bandcamp alternatives we'll see um so we'll see could be interesting lars says do it eon so he's he's 
He's with, and he's sick. You've got to do what he says. Uh, yeah, you got to do what he says. He's sick. Make him feel a little better, okay? Curtis, what else you got? Anything? Uh, I think that I think that's all I've got to say on it for now. I think there is, um, there's definitely a way forward. There's definitely something. It's nice to have a look at. You know these alternatives that crop up. I think what was it? What meta metadon? I know it's social media, but mastodon the, is that the one? Mastodon. Yeah. These these platforms. We go through ebbs and flows of these uh, alternative things being popping up and then dying again, or not people not catching on and moving through. And it's good that these are coming up as a result of the dramas that we have been. Uh, uh in perpetuity that kind of thing so it's nice to see that that kind of come through um it's it you know with with when when the universe shuts one door it opens up four more which is nice (laughs) (laughs) people for people listening back for that dead air something's going on with eon lake over the eon and he realized he didn't mute it and that his brain just kind of broke there for a second he was like wait did that just happen (laughs) pretty much yeah yep yeah, I said. I don't know if we got the claps for the sneeze, but but David did give us some claps. I don't want to out of context his claps, but uh, but yeah, thank you, David. I like that. Yeah, and um, we're coming towards the end of the show. Uh, we have uh, a newborn baby in the wings waiting to be attended to by his father. Um, so we're going to wrap this show up. What are you up to this week, Samopa? Playing with the digital? Yeah, so I was going to go live tomorrow to show I. Did I? Whole new setup is all set up. I have a MIDI splitter here, so it's pretty crazy. So what I really like is that the DigiTact is just sending MIDI tempo to the circuit, so I can sequence these two synths with the circuit live, like live looping, and then I can. Like, it, the only thing that's a little complicated is the uh, the muting because now I have four or three different machines that I have to mute things on. And kind of like figure out and do that. So I'm still getting the hang of that. I was going to go live tomorrow to do it. But uh, some stuff with the newborn popped up. So I'm moving that to Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. So an hour before what would normally be ADSN. Uh, and we're I have a vote on my YouTube, whether it's lo-fi, where I'll be sampling into the SP with guitar and then making a beat on the Diggy sequencing the SP, all those chops, or synthwave or ambient. And the last I checked, it was winning quite heavily in lo-fi. But you guys are welcome to go to my YouTube channel and vote and then uh, tune in and we'll do some crazy stuff. But, man, that setup is insane. It's crazy. And the mixer. Yeah, the mixer is trippy. I I see David put mixer. I don't know if he put that because of the thing. But all of the synths go into the mixer. The mixer goes into the diggy. The diggy goes into the SP. So I can get effects from. um, Yeah, he says need a mixer. I have a mixer. I don't know if you can see it, David. It's up here. Um, but all of the synths and even a guitar cable are going into, and probably the bass, I might put that, go into the mixer. The mixer goes into the diggy, diggy goes into the SP. So I can sample any beat I make into the SP and then chop it up and then sequence it with the diggy and just expand and go crazy. It's crazy. There's a lot I can do there. So it's crazy. What are you up to, Curtis? Oh, okay. Let's go with Eon Lake first. (laughs) I thought he was sneezing again. (laughs) <laughs> I've got some stylophone overdubs to do that I've been messing around. Of course, fucking do. 
<laughs> but it's not hand pants, so he's not interested. Uh, uh, no, sorry, I haven't got any of those. Although I've got a really good um, Ableton pack for um, hand pants. There really you go. Nice. Um, I'm also going to, be, yeah, I've got some, I'm going to revive the old mini log and it's noisy delay circuit um, mm. for some ambient stuff that deliberately gets some dirt in there and some weird sustaining sounds. Um, I've, got, I've got a new plugin to try and I didn't get a chance to have a go for this week's show, but if it is any good, I might show next week. It's a drone plugin by a company called Bloop. Uh, it's got uh, a number of different waveforms. I think it's got something like 12 oscillators. So obviously it's it does that swarmy droney thing well. Yes. So there are a bunch of LFOs and, you know, it might be good. It might be interesting. It wasn't expensive, so I thought I'd give it a go. Nice. Cool. I'll let That's you know. Cool. Is it free? Is that how expensive it was? Not quite that cheap, no. But I think it was 30 bucks or something. It's an Ableton okay. kind nice. of plugin. Yeah, well, let us know how it is. And, and if, uh, Chad, if anyone's interested in seeing that, whether he likes it or not, we'll make him do a demo of it. <laughs> or if you just want to make me force me to see ableton screen yeah. on, on a yeah. podcast yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, then we'll do it i'll be like my eyes, cool. my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so much gray <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be great um yeah. what about you curtis what are you up to a similar color but anyway Curtis, what are, what are you up to? Logic, uh, I know you complain about the grey, but logic's, I'm pretty sure logic's grey. Um, but I use reason for composing usually. And what's reason? What colour is reason? Whatever you want. And there's all these vibrant colours. It's, yeah. No, I, don't I like grey. I want to focus on the music. That's what I want to focus on. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever works for you. <laughs> See, uh, I don't me, judge. No. I'm just saying me personally. You can criticize my thing, but I'm it, not here to it, judge. I'm just saying for it, me personally. <laughs> it is interesting. There are a lot more memes these days about uh, people from a uh, people using Ableton, not becoming like basically like the new, yeah, unable to shut up for like two or three seconds without saying, "Hey, you should try Ableton." Um, and it, it's true. Do you it's know fair. what DAW has the most users? Not a clue. I'm Probably curious. Reaper. Probably yeah. Reaper. Reap Hmm. It's free open source. I feel like when you look on YouTube, it's like FL and Ableton are like the biggest search. I'm not saying search equals most used, but you would think if people are searching, it's because there's a large base checking it out. So they're searching for like tutorials and stuff. They're both, they're both. Oh yeah. I think, I think that's fair. I think they're relatively in the similar pricing and they do relatively the same thing in different ways. So that makes sense. Um, So yeah. But yeah, what are you up to? We keep we keep jumping yeah. around. To, let, let's hear what you're up to instead of just like you know, actually us. back to Dawes. This is more. No. <laughs> we, we yeah we dig we digressed to Dawes last week, didn't we? Um, this week, what am I going to do? I've been I've been doing some minor tinkering. I've been kind of moving things around, and put, I've I've been toying with a mixer over there, for example, to put some more hardware in. And I want to. I want to use the sequencer for the launchpad. I I bought the Pro because it's a sequencer, and I've had it for about a year and a half, and I haven't really utilized it. So I'd like to. That's use an Eon Lake move, so if I've ever heard one. 
Yeah. Well, I knew I knew that I would get around to it eventually. I knew I'd get around to it eventually, and I, that time has come. So I've got, I got this, and I've got, I've got my Volkers back out, and I've, I've got um, a couple more MIDI cables. So these are now for the MIDI, and you can do all that. And so I'm going to try things around, and see what I can do. Try a bit more of a doorless thing. Try and mix things up a little bit. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting tired of. I've been doing a lot of producing, so I want to come back to creating, creating in a different way. So that said, I will be going live after the show and be producing something using the Labs audio, uh, Labs play keys. Not hand So we'll though. see how that goes. No, sadly not. Okay, but can, it I, is can, I just, can I just throw like a next week live stream idea at you? Go on. All hand yes. pans. All hand pans. Okay. Yeah. And, and you set <laughs> even the drums, like just sample hand pans and create percussive sounds. Everything hand pans. I, I, or do like I mean, a, a rack where the different velocities are different handpan samples, but of the same key. Or... <laughs> so it's like if you hit okay. it one velocity, it's one handpan sample. If you hit another, it's a different one. <laughs> Build a template. There we go. Um, yeah, I'm always, I am always looking for these prompts. If you wanted to head over to the Discord, we do have challenge uh, collabs and contests um, in the Discord where we pick up these things. I'm always looking for something different, something new um so if you do have a if you want to see me fall on my ass last week ableton crashed on me if you want to see me fall on my ass live uh head up to discord it's a great place to do it and uh it looks like lars has gotten a little livelier maybe he took some yeah. something. more hand pan and just so lars can uh can feel some peace about the whole blue sky fiasco with eon lake i do want to show that he did follow me and i'm gonna just Thank go you. up here and and i just i followed him back so we're good. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's going both ways, though. Obviously, there's two of them that didn't follow me, right? <laughs> hey, I followed you back. I just I followed you. I like to look you. at it that way. <laughs> I just followed you live. Oh, all right, then I'll follow you back. <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally opened it up, made an account, and then forgot pretty much instantly that I got it. And it's only in this conversation that we've had that I've got it up here now. I have just followed you on Nick, so you can sleep sound this evening. It is actually kind of cool. I mean, I think it needs to expand and all that, but uh, just do but it nicely. I think it's it's cool. I need to be on it a little more. There's no video, which is like my whole thing is doing video. So I'm like, ah. Mm. So, I, but it's actually interesting. It's made me think, like, oh, can I create photos and stuff that you know, like, so I've been posting photos of the rebuild of the DAW and stuff like that. Looks like Lars is is he's happy now. That's beautiful, <laughs> Eon. I can rest easy tonight. Thank yeah, you. and and Thank survey you. channels gunning for you, Curtis. I expect Curtis to use it more. Otherwise, dot, oh, dot, I am terrified. Dot. I I have just followed everyone who had popped up on my thing. I just yeah, see it. It looks exactly the same as Twitter. Yeah. It's just like threads, except you can't do video yet. So that's what we're doing. Let us know in the chat. Let us know uh, listening back on Saturday. This podcast will go live, uh, not live. We are live now, but it will go out uh, to Spotify and to Apple Podcasts at the weekend on Saturday, um, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, and let us know what you've been doing in the meantime. Uh, we love hearing from you guys and what you've been up to. Um, so, yeah, thank you ever so much for a lovely, lively discussion, even if it was dystopian and depressing at points i think we i think we did well i think well, we, we had the happy upbeat. part at the start you know we, we we eased into it i do want to say if you got some value either out of the happy parts or just talking about uh all the stuff going on and the alternatives and things like that out of this video 
leave a thumbs up, give it a like. It helps a ton. And if you want to help, if people ask for Bandcamp alternatives or something, share the video. Uh, we're always trying to grow. It's very welcome to have all of your support. And if you do want to give some stream numbers before Spotify does their crazy thing, we do have a playlist on Spotify. Uh, for now, everyone still gets their money from streams. So if you want to check yeah. it out, the link is in the description. Maybe game the system. If you've got music that you want to be on there, you think it might fit, submit, listen, give everyone some some stream revenue before Spotify decides to just go, nope, we're not paying you anymore. But yeah, it's there in the description if you want to check it out. Otherwise, head to the Discord and we'll hang out there and talk gear and uh, keep getting updates on our setup changes and all that and hopefully eon lake will give us a little demo of that uh bloop mm. you'll have to wait till See next week is. but anyways yeah. i think that's yeah. it gentlemen anything you want to add before we go thanks survey channel he says excellent show fellas appreciate it Remember, Curtis, if, anything, anyone any wants to, uh, if anyone wants to congratulate me on getting through the whole spotify thing without the use of sexual swear words then uh yeah i, I mean i think it was quite an achievement <laughs> I was going to commend you on the Discord, but I mean, yeah, good job. Good job. Way to go. Thanks, dude. I, I, was, I was hoping you were going to say some of the stuff you said before the show in the green room, but, but you know, the, he was talking about how much disdain he has for the logo and this and that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we'll get this there on the Discord. And Maureen's friend said, uh, <laughs> only was able to catch the last 20 great stuff. You're always welcome to hit the rewind if you want to check out the rest. We talked about some free plugins. Some really cool free plugins for this whole Cyber mm. Month, Black Friday, all that. Um, the little plate alone is worth it. Yeah, yeah, little plate alone mm -hmm. is worth it if you don't have it. And sure. um, also, we did talk all the stuff going on at Spotify because there's some crazy, not good stuff happening. And I didn't Lars swear. is proud of you. Yeah, and and Eon like didn't swear. It's worth watching at least for that. Yeah. Lars says you did good, Eon, real good. <laughs> <laughs> and Survey Channel is proud of you, so you can. You, I think we can all rest easy. You like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bro. says, of course we'll do. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. It, it, it was interesting. We had some good talks, but uh, always appreciate everyone checking it out. And uh, Curtis, anything you want to add before we bounce? No, just thank you. It's been lovely to see everyone. Uh, it's lovely to have people talking to each other in the chat and bouncing off each other. It's beautiful. I love it. I mean, it fills me with happiness and joy. So can't wait until next week. Yeah, and move over to the Discord, and we'll all be over there. Curtis, do you need to do the outro for whatever the test was we were talking about? Or yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it this week. Uh, it didn't work on the okay. intro, so but we'll try it anyway. Um, thank it didn't you work. So what do you much, mean, everybody? As in, I didn't hear the sound. Um, oh, so we'll you're testing the um, sound. I'm testing uh, if it's me. I'm testing if testing I'm the, the drama. speakers. Exactly. Sounds like they're, sound like they're working. Yeah, except <laughs> no one's going to know anyway. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the Discord. We'll, we'll explain we'll that song he just broke into and dance on the Discord. <laughs> uh, love to you all. Uh, have a lovely week. Uh, hope you keep happy and, uh, and content. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Thanks for, Thanks for watching. <laughs>